What's going on, y'all? It's your guy Tiz the Five. One hand for the Five One Hundred Podcast. Wanting to come to y'all today about something that was on my heart and something that kind of crossed my mind. I was watching this YouTuber, one of my favorite YouTubers right now, which is a guy called Wendigo. Now I know that's a crazy ass name, and it is, but Wendigo is a channel that I have really been diving into a lot. And he speaks on a lot of um, controversial topics, some conspiracy theory stuff, as well as horror. Now, for anybody that know me, I don't watch no scary movies. Like, I'm not the scary movie guy. My mind worked too much for me to see shit like that. Not to say I'm scared, but my mind just takes stuff way further than it should. So I might see some and know it's fake, but my mind would be like, it's a, it's a chance that could be real. So I just try to stay away from that all the way. But when the goon covered this movie, the name of the movie is, it's all quiet on the Western front. And when the goon, if you want to look this man up, when the goon is spelled W-E-N-D-I-G-O-O-N. Wendigoon. So, in that movie, the movie is about war and a bunch of young men going off to war to fight for their country and how the propaganda tells these men war ain't that bad. You go off as heroes, you come back and be glorified. And when they get older, they realize all that shit bullshit. Like, it ain't none of that truth. It's a lot of death. It's a lot of killing. It's a lot of hunger and disillusion. And the reason why I enjoy Wendigoon's channel so much is because he has a way of explaining things that for some people are controversial, but to me, they just vibe with me so much. Like, bro, I get where you coming from. And in this movie in particular, he was talking about how war, as much as it has been glorified over the years and how they tell young men that you're going to be a hero, you dying for your country, who really wins? You see governments making money, businessmen making money, but these young men out there dying. It was men on that movie as young as 16 years old going to fight for their country. Had no battle experience. These guys haven't even graduated high school yet. And they going off to war to die. To fight for their country. Now I'm going to tell y'all a little bit 
about Tez the Five. I'm a nerd. I play computer games. I play Xbox. Not as much as I used to because I got a job, I got a son, and I got a business and a wife. So all this stuff take away a whole lot of time from my gaming. But there's one game that I play called Crusader Kings 3. Most of y'all ain't gonna know shit about this game because the crowd that me and CJ seems to attract don't play number Madden and 2K. If that's what you in, cool. I play way more shit than that. So anyway, in Crusader Kings 3, you play as a king or a queen and every time that king dies, his heir takes over the throne and you play the heir. You keep playing until the time runs out. So one of the things that you do is you try to conquer land or you try to defend land. And in doing that, you can declare war. So when you declare a war, the goal is to either kill all of the soldiers and capture the captain, or you take the war capital, which would be a country that you want or a city that you want or the uh, battle enemies, uh, stronghold, whatever. That's your job. And I play this game a lot. And you take these soldiers to go and massacre other soldiers. And by it being a game, like I really don't take none of the shit seriously. It's a game. Ain't none of these people real. I have 10,000, 20,000 soldiers taking on an army of 5,000 and killing every one of them. And it's no problem. It's like, shit, nigga, this is a game. I got this land. I'm going to move on. I'm going to build building. I'm going to get the country under control so I can make money, make more soldiers, and conquer more land. But what Wendigoon's video made me realize is governments, kingdoms, empires, religions treat real life human beings like those characters that I send off to battle to die. They don't look at these people as sons, daughters, husbands, wives, aunties, uncles. You number 133, 45A, or whatever the damn numbers is. That's all that you are to them. And playing that game and listening to Wendigoon today, now I ain't gonna stop playing it because it's fire, but the point is, it puts this into perspective for me. When you go to fight, when you decide to join a war, you are expendable. One of the examples that Wendigoon gave in that movie was how when a soldier is in the hospital, they ready for him to die because there's so many people dying on the battlefield that they need to go ahead, switch out the bed, switch out the seats so they can get the next guy on the bed. And I'm like, 
They don't even look at this dude as somebody that you should be doing everything in your power to save. You look at him as an NPC, as an unimportant character that could die and easily get replaced. But it's like, this man or woman has a full family that might depend on them or has a full family that might look to them for emotional support and they just number 8245CB. That's crazy to me. Like, bruh, I don't knock nobody that decides to go fight for their country, fight for their religion. That is on you 1000%. But you have to understand, that's how you looked at it. I've never been the guy to sit up here and say that I'm going to fight for no goddamn man. That ain't my thing. Like, bro, I'm not, I'm not trying to do that. I'm all for peace. Everything can't be resolved by peace. I get that. But to say Taz Defy is number 622 CBRE, I ain't with that. To say Taz is one little bitty soldier out of 20,000 that I'm finna send off to get slaughtered just to say they fought. I'm sorry, man. I, that just, that just, I'm not comfortable with that. That's why I said, bro, I got cousins that love being in the military. That love be fighting for their country. And I never say nothing bad about them brothers. Never. Because if that's what you believe and that's what you want to do, that's how you feed your family fine. But don't say shit to me about going no goddamn where besides to my house and to my job. Because I don't care. That movie showed me, and I already knew this, but that's why I love Wendigoon's um, videos so much. Because he breaks it down to where... Damn, bro, I always thought like that. And for you to break it down, even for me to understand my own thoughts, it's like, golly, I really did feel this way. And that movie illustrates why I felt the way that I felt. Because I realized I'm not special there. Some of y'all might say, nigga, you ain't special here. That might be true to y'all. But to my son, I ain't. To my wife, I am. To my boy, CJ, I am. To my mother and father, I am. See, that's what I'm saying. You might not feel like you special. You might not feel like you worth anything. You might feel like you get all your worth for fighting for your country. And that's fine. I do not knock you for making that decision. But do not knock me for criticizing. Because, brother, I'm not stopping what you're trying to do. I won't stop you. Somebody got to fight for this great country. And if that's you, cool. Just don't expect me to do it willingly. You can say treason or trade or whatever. Hey, call it what you want. Muhammad Ali said it best. Ain't no Vietcong calling me, nigga. That's the folks that's over here doing it. Times have changed, but not by a lot.
not only are we fighting against certain people, goddamn niggas fighting against men, black men fighting against black women at this point, which it really ain't a fight. We just let it happen because a lot of men don't know how to lead and don't know how to tell women to shut the fuck up. Or they done been so neutered that they scared to speak up. Me and CJ speak for a whole lot of men that'll never tell you that they listen to us. A lot of them. Because you want to know why? Because they hop in our inbox all the time. They meet with us at our jobs all the time. Man, bro, y'all putting in the work. I don't see how y'all do that shit, bro. Like, man, bro, my auntie wouldn't even talk to me if she said some of the shit that y'all say. You right. Me and CJ got family members that don't even talk to us no more because of the opinions that we got. And you all know what we do? Come back and say the exact same shit harder than we said it the last time to let them know I don't give a fuck what you think. If you think I'm wrong, come on this podcast and debate me. Don't talk shit behind my back. Don't tell my other family members I'm misogyny. Don't tell them that I hate women. Come have the conversation with me. And if you can debate and overcome my points, cool. But you probably not. Number one, because a lot of the reaction is based on emotion. It's not, it's not that what I'm saying is wrong. It's not that what me and CJ is saying is wrong. It's because you disagree with it. And because you can't vocalize what you trying to say, you just get mad. So because you get mad, you go off and tell people that we hate women or that we misogynistic. And that don't even be the case. Back to my war point. This move was made in the 1930s. There has been many movies since 1930 about war, the horrors of war, how bad war is, anti-war movies, cool. But for some reason, that one stuck out to me because it gives you the example of young men that when they go off, they have been told you gonna be a hero. We got the best food for y'all. All of this shit. And when they get older, they realize, bro, I done been lied to. Now it's too late. Now I gotta fight a dude, life or death, that got a family. One of the stories on the movie, the main character got into a fight with an opposing army man. And it was his life or the opposing guy's life. And the main character killed him. He was so inexperienced with killing, he stabbed him and just automatically thought he was going to die. It took this guy two days to bleed out and die. In those two days, the main character found out the man had a family, that he was a father to a little girl, he had a wife, he had a sick mother that was waiting for him to get back. And the main character just started breaking down in tears from the guilt that he felt for taking this man's life. When the man actually died on the third day, he kneeled down at his feet and begged for forgiveness for taking his life. Because he realized and he said if we didn't have on these opposing uniforms we could be brothers 
Let that sink in. Because we got opposing uniforms on and because we share different views and our countries tell us that we supposed to hate each other, I done took your life and we could have been best friends. See how real it gets when people actually sit down and talk about this stuff? It's not guts and glory and great and vibe. Like, it's not none of it. You only have one life to give. And I want to live mine to the fullest, bro. I don't want to... In the bigger scheme of things, I might be 146, 32, 47. I might be in God's eyes or whoever you believe in eyes. That's fine. But you all know what my Bible tells me? I'm special and one of a kind. It'll never be another test to fire. And if God can look at me and say, Baby, it's only one of you, and I love you more than anything you will ever know. I'ma love you more than your wife. I love you more than your son. I love you more than all of these people combined. Because when ain't none of them folks around, you can still talk to me anytime. You can talk to me in a car. You can talk to me in a bar. You can talk to me on a train or in the rain. I'll never leave you or forsake you. So maybe to y'all... Being number 722-879 is cool. But I'm special in his eyes. So anything that tries to take me from that specialness, I'm trying to stay as far away as possible. I'm trying to stay as far as away as I can from. All that this conversation was meant to do. One, shout out Wendigoon as one of my favorite YouTube creators right now. Two, give my opinion on war and me going to war. And three, getting you to understand that it's only one you. There will never be another you. Enjoy this time while you have it. Because you never know when it's over. So stop doing stupid shit to accelerate your time. I'm 34 years old. And it's people that died in elementary school with me. A young lady named Jasmine. I still remember this girl face to this day. Because she was the first obituary I ever seen in my life. In kindergarten. I'll never forget this day. The day that she got buried. We were lining up in class to go to the bathroom. And a white dove came flying in the building. It flew from one end to the hallway through the door to the other end and flew back outside. And our teacher broke down crying and said, y'all, that was Jazz. I never forgot that moment. To this day, I still believe that was that girl that flew in this class and looked at her classmate one last time before she went to heaven. I ain't never forgot that girl face. I ain't never forgot her name. I ain't never forgot that moment. Nigga, I still remember clearly when that dove flew through that door. 
and came out and flew through the other side of the hallway. I still remember it vividly, and I was in kindergarten. I don't take life for granted. A lot of y'all guys and women that's out here doing stupid shit, being reckless, maybe you don't care. Maybe you don't. But I do. So if anything, anybody, any war, any situation gets me to the point to where I might have to risk my individualism, I try to stay away from it. Unless it's for the people that I care about or for my own safety. This ain't a coward speech. This is a speech to let people know you got your own choices to make. If you want to go fight in a war, fine. That is you. But you don't call other, other people cowards for not doing it. Just because you want to go and fight for Biden or whoever the president is when y'all hear this shit, that don't mean that I'm less of an American or less of a man or less of a woman than you. I just come up with my own decisions, with my own mind, to preserve my own individualism. We got all of these rights in the United States of America. Maybe too many. But that's my right to say how I feel about a movie that Wendigoon reviewed and my own views on life. And I appreciate anybody that hears this, whether you agree or disagree. I'm not here to be right. I'm here to get you to think and you can either agree or disagree. I don't lose no sleep over this shit. But I do like to talk to the thinkers. I do like to talk to people that have an open mind to say, damn, Tez, you might have a point. Or tells you full of shit. Either way it go. I'm fine with that. Because I'm man enough to do something that a whole lot of y'all is not. Which is get on a mic, record it, and put it out to the world to get the backlash. Me and CJ don't run from this shit. Because we understand if we don't speak out, most of y'all niggas scared to. You're scared of what your mama gonna say. You scared of what your auntie gonna say. You scared of what your sister gonna say. You scared of what your girl gonna say. You scared of what your wife gonna say. And I don't give a fuck about none of them. Because ain't neither one of them women in your life gonna give me no sex, no money, or no more time on this earth. And if they ain't offering that, and even if they is, I can't accept it. But the point is, I don't give a damn about that. And honestly, you shouldn't either. Because if a woman understands you and follows under your leadership, it ain't shit you can say to her that ain't disrespectful that she won't get on board with. But y'all niggas scared. Me and CJ is fighting for the arm of truth. And me and him both willing to die for that. And you want to know why? Because I didn't have to get convinced 
to get on this battlefield. I didn't need propaganda to tell me that I'm be eating the best steak, the best lobster, and the best shrimp if I go fight. The Bible tells me that my road is going to be hard, but God will never put more on me than I can bear. And if he is telling me, Tez, you can take this, go ahead. You want to know what I believe? Tez, you can take this, go ahead. That's the army that I'm fighting for. And that's the army that I'm willing to die for. Because I know the guys that die for that war, they got an internal life. They got a real legacy. They names gonna be spoken when ain't no other names around. Now that's an army that I can sign up for. Ten hut nigga. So on that note, I'ma wrap this thing up. So for your guy Tez the Fire, one half of the Fire 100 podcast. I'm out.